It's the radio segment that just lost his entire life savings Whoa. trying to create inflatable dart boards. <laughs> sure, they're light and easy to ship, but yeah. it's pretty much one dart per use. Yeah. Now it's back to the drawing board Ow. with laser stories. The segment where we read weird news stories around the globe, just like everyone else does, except we have a laser. Those other backboils just don't. Ew. This Ew. first laser story is out of Florida. A 35-year-old man named Simon Junk was arrested a while back. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> no, I'm serious. Uh, Simon Mr. Junk. Mr. Junk? Of course he's in Florida. He was arrested after accidentally shooting his friend in the arm with a loaded gun. Kapoya! Kapoya! No! And he said he didn't know it was loaded, uh, and his buddy was fine, so he didn't press charges. Okay. Fast forward to this past weekend, Simon called 911 because, you guessed it. Oh, no. Come on. He accidentally shot uh, his buddy in the arm again. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. Wrong ever taken an arms class. Do not point it at other people. But just learn from your own mistake. You yes. don't even have to go to a class to <laughs> fix this problem. Thankfully, also, again, his buddy was okay. Is the buddy still cool? He was taken to the hospital Same where they buddy. patched him up. But How are they still friends? This time, police had more questions, as in, how did this happen a second yeah. time? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. And that's when the two friends came clean and admitted they jokingly shoot each other with unloaded guns all the time, oh. and sometimes one of them forgets to unload his. No. I'm as stupid as a stupid does. <laughs> Water guns or Nerf guns. Or come or up with a different inside joke. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it makes sense they're friends. Well, yeah. luckily for Simon, his pal declined to press charges again. He has different boundaries in relationships <laughs> than I do. Talk to us in a week. I'm sure we'll oh hear from Simon God. Junk again. Brooke, hands up! No. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. This next laser story is out of Bloomington, Indiana. A 26-year-old man named Austin Bristow had his car broken into seven times in the last two years. Oh, my God. And he was fed up. Dude, I feel him. Yeah. I lived in a neighborhood once where my car got broken into, like, three different times. Uh, yeah. Granted, it didn't stop me from leaving all my stuff in the car. So mm. <laughs> that was also on me. Well, he thought about his situation and finally found a way to deter people from breaking into it. Okay. His plan was to set his car on fire. Ah. Wait, what? Austin (laughs) cut his 1998 Buick's fuel line, dumped gas and oil onto the car, and then set a bandana on fire and threw it in the trunk. It's always amazing to me when there's so many steps in a process (laughs) where you could turn back. Yeah. You know? Maybe this isn't a good idea. (laughs) Then he just stood back and waited. Uh Police arrived shortly after and were talking to him, trying to figure out what happened when the car became engulfed in flames. Yeah. Causing several small explosions. Oh my God! As, as, as a burning car does. And that's yeah. when Austin casually said that he'd hoped the explosions would be bigger. <laughs> oh. I mean, if you're gonna go through all that work, you want some fireworks. Okay. He then explained to authorities that if there was nothing left of the vehicle, mm-hmm. there'd be nothing left for criminals to steal. <laughs> Pretty smart. Sounds logic. While he's not wrong, he was arrested on a preliminary charge of arson. Police also found several packed syringes and a large amount of yellow powder, which may have contributed to the decision to blow up his own car. (laughs) Probably. Can't confirm or deny. You can't confirm that. This next laser story is out of dating headquarters. How little can a person make before you say, nah, I can't go out with them? 
Yeah, this is a serious question. Yeah, this is serious. <laughs> is there a limit? Well, yeah. we actually have a number now, thanks to new research. Oh. A survey was done asking over a thousand adults to find the salary that would be a dating deal breaker. Ooh. Okay. And the majority of people said their potential partner had to be making at least $29,878 a year for them to be considered dateable. If it's 75, no go. A dollar less is not okay. But okay. that wasn't the only financial deal breaker. If the person had large amounts of outstanding personal loans and credit card debt, that would also be a definite no go for most people. Yeah, yeah. And financial experts say that not only should you be talking about money early on in the relationship, Look at that, Alexis. they recommend <laughs> having a conversation <laughs> about finances on the first date. Oh. What? Just show up with That's a spreadsheet. A Maybe you just put the salary that you make in your dating profile. Let's yeah. just skip oh. to the chase here. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, it doesn't mean you should be asking for their bank statements, but you should want to ask about their general relationship with money. Oh, I can huh. see that. Yeah. Researchers also suggest that it's important right now to be mindful of the current economic climate. So don't look down on someone who's living with their parents again mm -hmm. or not owning a car or even living in their car. Wait, so now okay. going on dates is going to be like applying for a loan at a bank? Yeah. You sit down, it's like, okay, look, I looked up your credit score yeah. and your finances, and this isn't looking good already. Yeah. We're going to need two cocktails, please. You're yeah. not sending pictures to each other anymore. It's each other's turbo yeah. 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 yeah, that's my FICO score. <laughs> <laughs> next, that's sexy. This next oh laser story is out of Romance Town. Oh. I thought we were just there. I know. Yeah. Hard to get any more yeah. romantic. But you don't have to be spontaneous and make a move on your husband husband or wife anymore when you want to get it on because a new study found putting it onto your shared google calendar might be just as hot <laughs> this is the most scheduling it? boring what researchers at york university in toronto wanted to see if spur of the moment lovemaking is really more satisfying or better than planning it ahead of time oh that's interesting how could it not be they found most I mean... people think it is but results showed that's not really true. Duh. I mean, I, really? if, if you're planning like a romantic weekend getaway, sure. You know it's going to happen. Right. But we're saying like Wednesday night at 8 o'clock, don't be late. That's like yeah. when I Netflix and chill and a girl starts to kiss me. I go, excuse me. Excuse me. We said we were watching a movie. <laughs> yeah. Not scheduled not, tonight. Not, not scheduled. Any sexism into this. They had over 100 couples take daily surveys about their intimate life for three weeks and talk about how good each encounter was. Mm -hmm. It turns out whether it was spontaneous or planned in advance made absolutely no difference. People right. were just Fine. as satisfied. Bro, put your calendar away. Yeah, that's, that's true. Bro, what are you doing? Are you texting your husband? Don't pretend no, like you actually ever do. Doing. The oh study also polled 300 people and asked if they think being spontaneous is better. And most said yes, and the researchers think they know why. Because movies and TV shows glorify it. And they make it seem more romantic. 9.15 p.m. Oh, yeah. I mean, 9.15. Bedroom time. Thankfully, they left out radio shows from the survey because nothing about this show is romantic. No. It's pure animal instinct. Ah. That's how he likes it. That sound means Laser Stories has come to an end for the day. We'll do it again same time on Monday. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning.